And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Thursday, January 27th. I know you want me to talk about stocks and the markets, and maybe I'll do that. I promise I'm going to do that. I just, you know, I kind of wanted to take a deep breath because for most of you, you're long-term investors. You've been through these kinds of periods before, and I know it completely sucks. I get it. I get that you don't want to feel the pain, but it's sort of like being a human being. Like, if you want to feel great joy, often you have to endure periods of bad pain. You just do. If you want to be an investor, the price of admission to be in this thing called the investing world is you must endure periodic losses, periodic losses. So, you know, I got some information, you know, just ran around the interwebs looking up for, you know, how many corrections there have been. And, you know, basically we get a 10% decline in stocks every year or so you know, maybe a little bit more. And it's just been a lot of periods of time over the last few years where we actually haven't had that. I mean, but for that weird five-week period when we had no idea what was going on with COVID in the spring of 2020, in March of 2020, the stock market lopped off a third of its value in five weeks, but then came marching back. But you know, when you have big pullbacks, 20, 30, 40%, they don't usually last very long. And so why is this happening? This is happening because the Fed is telling us the interest rates are going to rise. I don't know by how much. They don't know by how much, but they are responding to a four-decade high in inflation, and that's what they should do. I personally don't think they're going to get it exactly right because it would be very hard to thread that needle. Very hard indeed. But it is also true that you know when you are a long-term investor, I think it's really important to remember you want the market to drop every so often. In other words, you know, let's say that you're thinking about your taxes, and we're going to talk about that in a second, and you've got to make an IRA or a Roth IRA contribution. Wouldn't you rather buy the market 5 or 10 or 20% lower than where you would have a month and a half ago? I sure would. Anyway, don't be a stock picker. Mark, did you also notice one of the sort of delicious, weird, and fun facts about the meme stocks? Have you taken a look at those lately? 
The uh, meme stocks, uh, remember GameStop and AMC, they're down about 80% from their high levels. But I will say, I have a shock to see that they were holding up as well as they have. You know, they're still above where they were before the whole Michigas began a year ago. Meanwhile, here's the most exciting thing. Tax season has opened and I was on CBS Mornings earlier this week to celebrate that very fact. Now, here's something that actually does make a ton of sense for you to really wrap your heads around because it's going to be a dicey tax season. Dicey is maybe an understatement. You know, if you're looking for some help, we're here to kind of hold your hand. And we're going to do a much longer deep dive into tax season with friend of the show, Ed Slot. But until that time, this is an interview I did on Monday when tax season was opening up. Very exciting. And Nate Burleson, who is one of our uh, anchors on the CBS Morning Show, conducted the interview. This is Tax season opens with me and Nate Burleson. And again, it's the beginning. We will get to much deeper questions with Ed Slot. So here is the segment. We're talking about taxes as filing season gets underway. Today is the first day Americans can file their taxes for 2021. Now, the IRS has already said that there will be challenges due to significant backlog of returns from last year. As of December, there are still 6 million individual returns remaining. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger joins us. Dollar, dollar, Jill, y'all. So what's up? Let's talk these taxes, okay? So IRS said that it's going to be challenging, but what does that mean for taxpayers? Well, after two years, where we had delays in tax filing. We're back to the month of April. But even that's confusing. It's usually April 15th. This year, it's April 18th because we have an Emancipation Day holiday in Washington, D.C. If you live in Massachusetts and Maine, you get even another day till the 19th because of Patriot's Day. The confusing part is that the IRS is really under a lot of pressure. There aren't people to help you out. Mm. In fact, the IRS budget and the staffing has been cut so dramatically by 17% by over the past dozen years, and their workload has increased by 19%. So mm. confusing is essentially, we are not there to help you out. Use the website. So if people file and submit their taxes as soon as possible, how soon could they get their return if they're eligible? Well, the IRS says it should be 21 days, presuming okay. that you e-file, very important to e-file, presuming that you have direct deposit. A lot of people learn the wrong lesson out of the COVID era, which is if you don't have direct deposit, you don't get your money so fast. So right. get that. And also presuming that your, your math works, meaning the IRS is sending a lot of notices out to people. They want you to make sure your numbers jibe with their numbers. Speaking of the COVID year, there's people that are waiting on their returns mm. from last year. So what should they do? Should they wait before they submit this year? The IRS says absolutely not get boogieing. And here's <laughs> why. Because, you know, even if you didn't get your return, if you e-file, you can still get this return done quickly. Now, here's one weird thing. When you file, what the IRS asks you in your e-file is, hey, what was your adjusted gross income last year? Well, you didn't get your return back yet. So the IRS has put a zero there. Mm -hmm. That's really important. It's this little yeah. detail. But you got to do it. Do it early because the backlogs are only going to increase. Are, are there individuals that should wait to file up until the closer deadline to April? Well, you know, look, if you owe money, I wouldn't rush to file, frankly. So if you right. owe the IRS money sense. you think you're going to owe, that then uh, I'll be filing on, you know, very late. People like you, Nate, you know. <laughs> All right. So there are more than 36 million families that got half of their child tax credit. 
Um, so what do they need to do to make sure they get the back end? Well, this is so strange because now you've got to check your snail mail. What? Like, yeah, you've got to go into your snail mail. You're getting a letter, a love letter from the IRS. Right. And the IRS is going to tell you, here's how much money you got from the child tax credit last year. Here's what you're due this year. You have to file a return. That letter has a lot of important information for you. So I want to make sure that everybody really takes a look at it now. If you didn't get the child tax credit last year, but you think you're owed it, that's okay. You still have to file. That's true even if you're the type of person who never filed a tax return. So you can go to the IRS portal. There's a child tax credit portal. Check that out. All right, so the government sent out um, two stimulus checks in 2021. Are these payments taxable? They are not taxable. Really? Woo, that's great, right? So you get to keep that money. Yeah. But a lot of people, maybe their income changed last year. Maybe they took some time off. So if you think you're due the stimulus money and you didn't get it, you have to file for the recovery rebate credit. It's kind of annoying. It's line 30 on your 1040. Why do I know this? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, but this is something you have to do to get the money you're owed. I got to ask you this real quick because there's a lot of viewers that are working from home. Can you deduct the home supplies and things within the house? The answer is if you are an employee, you're out of luck because employees mm. are no longer allowed to deduct any home business expenses. Wow. Again, your boss is may have sent you something. That's fine. But you can't deduct anything. That's because of the tax change in 2017. Good news is if you're a gig worker, if you're a part timer, if you're self-employed, you can deduct a lot, and I encourage you to do so. The rules are on the IRS website. Really be careful, though. There are very particular things that you need to be watching for in terms of those deductions. You're the best. All right, that was a segment. A couple of things that I didn't get to in that segment that you guys should know. Um, we talked about the child tax credit, which is going to be super confusing. We talked about stimulus, also confusing. Remember, um, unemployment benefits uh, last year, you did not have to pay tax on up to $10,200 of unemployment benefits per person. Um, that was for households that earned up to $150,000. That ain't the case this year. So if you received unemployment benefits, you are going to pay federal taxes on that. Not every state levies taxes on unemployment, but your stay, state might. So you should check that out. And uh, we also didn't get to some of the resources. Very important. IRS free file. This is a very compelling product offering from the IRS. So the IRS works with a whole bunch of tax prep companies. They do. They are able to offer free online products if you make less than $73,000. So go to irs.gov slash free file and you can check it out. The Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Program, VITA, that is free tax help if you make less than $58,000, if you've got disabilities or a limited English speaker, if you need assistance, they're there for you. And then tax counseling for the elderly, free tax help if you're 60 and older, then the uh, tax counseling for the elderly or TCE, they do specialize in questions about pensions and retirement issues that are related to seniors. Always check in with where's my refund tool. Do not call the IRS. They will not be picking up, gang. They just will not. So go to irs.gov. It's much easier to do. And I, I think you'll be happy you did. There's a ton of resources there. I think that's one of the few things people overlook, which is like it's a searchable website and there's a lot of information there. So if you're worried and you need some help, don't worry. Send us your questions. Go to jillonmoney.com. Click the contact button. 
Let us know what's going on. You could even say in the subject tax question. Maybe we'll save up and do a bunch of tax episodes. So if you have a tax question, especially this season, let us know. Okay. While you're on the website, sign up for the free weekly newsletter. It's free every week comes out Fridays. Mark does all the work. Tell your friends about this podcast, share it with them. And if you do not know, we have another podcast called Eye on Money. Check it out. You can get that wherever you get this podcast. Okay. Easy peasy. Perfect. All right. Don't forget to do something nice for someone else today. It really will make a difference. Grit, growth, grace. Have a little gratitude and stop whining about the market. <laughs>